Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. So today I am going to be talking to you guys about something that has been really on my mind lately and that I think is missing for so, so many of us. I also think it is probably one of the most powerful topics when it comes to all the alignment stuff uh, and actually creating the results that you are after in your business. And it was perfect because this was something that I was starting to get into myself, um, reading some books and things like that on this topic when I connected with a fellow coach on Instagram who I had recently just started talking to. And we somehow got into this conversation around this exact topic. It was something she had mentioned in her Instagram stories, and I reached out to her, and we started talking about it, and I just knew that we needed to do an episode on this together. So I do have some regular episodes coming your guys' way. Uh, Like I told you guys, I asked for more women. I asked the universe for women to interview on this podcast, and that is exactly what I got, and it's been so much fun doing these interviews, and I also intend on mixing it up, uh, going back to doing some episodes that are just me while also, of course, continuing to interview people because I love the richness uh, that having other people on, other entrepreneurs on brings to the podcast. And uh, mostly I just love talking to people and geeking out about all this stuff. So today I am talking to Sarah Somian or Somian. I totally should have asked you, Sarah, <laughs> how to pronounce your last name, but bear with me. Uh, and she is a holistic nutritionist and a wellness coach, um, but she's also someone that that is super into all the manifestation stuff. And uh, we started talking a couple of weeks ago about the topic of surrender and living in a state of surrender and how powerful it is for your business. But not only that, how powerful it is in terms of just allowing you to be happy. And this is something I want to talk about a lot more in the future about how ultimately if we don't surrender our desires over to the universe or just, you know, stop getting in our own way, they are not going to find us. And in the meantime, we don't really get to be happy because we're always comparing where we are with where we would like to be and it really does rob us of enjoying this journey. So uh, today's episode with Sarah is a little bit longer, but I really feel that it was such a just rich conversation that we had where we touched on so, so many things. We touched on just allowing, you know, the results we want to find us, allowing the opportunities to come to us, rediscovering our natural state of happiness and how that really, truly is the most powerful thing that you can do uh, when it comes to successfully manifesting the results that you want in your business, um, but also just getting to enjoy the journey, right? Like I I think so many of us look to these other people who have these million dollar businesses and we think, great, I'm going to go and I'm going to do that. And it's not that there's any problem with that. It's that then we immediately start feeling that where we are is not good enough. And it really does rob us of so much and it causes all kinds of resistance. So one thing I really want to be focusing on with this podcast moving forward is just the trust factor, the surrender factor, the let's go live our lives because that's what we're here to do. And in the meantime, I'm going to attract abundance to me because it is my divine birthright. So I'm going to jump into my interview with Sarah. Please stick around till the end if you can, because I really feel that this is just such an important topic that not enough people are talking about And I'm so excited to share it with you guys. So without further ado, here's my interview with holistic nutritionist, wellness coach, and a fellow self-proclaimed alignment and law of attraction obsessed entrepreneur, Sarah Samayan. 
Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast, where hustle is out and alignment is in. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for the modern entrepreneur, and I'm here to share with you how to grow your business from the inside out. You can achieve even your biggest business goals quickly by learning to align your thoughts, actions, and energy with that which you wish to see manifest. There's literally nothing you cannot do, be, have, or achieve, and it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah. I'm so excited to have you. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm super stoked for this conversation. Me too. I This is something I've been thinking about a lot and it was something I almost did an episode on myself and then I came across uh, some of your Instagram stories where you were talking about the exact same thing and I was like, perfect, let's have a conversation about this with someone else who's kind of going through the same thing. And uh, yeah, it. so I'm excited to have you. And before we dive in, I'd love for you to introduce yourself a little bit and tell us about who you are and what you do as an entrepreneur. Sure. So my name is Sarah Somian. If you can hear an accent, it's because originally I'm from Belgium. So my first language is actually French, but I moved to Canada when I was 18. I loved it, became a Canadian, started traveling, found my passion, which is actually holistic nutrition and holistic health. So I've been working in this field since I'm going to say 2013, but I had a bit of a break during which I started traveling and living abroad. And then I came back to it, I'm going to say more seriously as an entrepreneur in 2016. And uh, two years ago, I moved to Spain with my now husband, and I've been loving it, loving life here ever since. So it's been, it's been quite fun. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So just to kind of dive in a little bit, we're going to have more of like a conversation today. Um, but I do want to dive in a little bit to something that I saw in your Instagram, which is about helping people to make peace with their food and with their body in order to really achieve that level of health and vitality that they're looking for. And this is something I've certainly experienced in my life where uh, for as long as I was trying to lose weight from a place of just being in a very negative mindset about my body yeah. and about food, I could not get there or I could not stay there. Um, and so really transforming. So I just thought that was interesting that you, you know, really roll that into how you help your clients. And I was wondering if you could talk a, just a little bit about that before we kind of get into the the main conversation today. Of course. So it's really interesting that you're mentioning this because when I started my whole journey into holistic nutrition, I actually... Uh, fell right into like veganism and it was like truly life altering for me, which yes. is why I went on to study holistic nutrition because before that I used to love food, but I didn't know to what extent it could affect our health. So then I found veganism and I saw the effect on me and I really attached my whole identity as a nutritionist to veganism. Right. But when I went to nutrition school, I was introduced to other ways of looking at food and other diets and I got really confused. So I started experimenting with my own health and my own physiognomy and I discovered that, you know, I started craving animal-based protein again. I started reintroducing them and I saw that nothing had really changed. And I was like, okay, I was a bit puzzled, but I was still very attached to the whole like, okay, you have to be a vegan and vegan is like the best diet ever. So I still had that mentality that there is one best diet out there. And even though I had started to change my own, I was still looking for the one best diet that I could not only live by, but also recommend to my clients. And then when I actually started traveling, that's when I realized there were so many different cultures and way of eating around the world. And I noticed that most of the people that I came across, as long as they ate food that was close to their local agriculture and like done with like lots of love and all of that, that their health was fine. So I started experimenting as well. And I saw that 
my health was great as well. So I was like, well, this is really strange. I guess that's when I started to change my whole philosophy with the whole like, oh, there's only one kind of diet because mm -hmm. when you look for the one specific kind of diet, then it puts a lot of stress on you to be perfect and to adhere to that. And also it makes you very judgmental when others yeah. don't do it or when yeah. you try to change others and it doesn't work. And so ever since that, I completely switched and I've been like a big proponent of this. There isn't just one diet that's like yeah. the best for everyone. I think that everyone has different needs. I also think that as a human being, you go through different phases in your life. Mm. And so maybe you might be like a vegan, a hardcore vegan for like years. And then all of a sudden your body starts craving something else. And you should always listen to those cravings and kind of like dive deeper and see what is behind them and right. follow through on them because I've seen so many, um, you know, very popular influencer and YouTubers that were really basing their career on being a vegan and then they switch and then people start like attacking them and they feel terrible. And, and I don't think yeah. that's like a way to live yeah. and it can be very dangerous. So yeah, um, not it's interesting just because I am vegan. Um, yeah. but I, I see everything that you're talking about. I'm actually now more of a believer in just your mindset when it comes to how you think yes. and feel about your food. Um, and I don't agree with that whole culture of like someone is a vegan for five years and they do a whole lot for the movement and then they decide for whatever reason that it's not working for them. And like the whole internet just, you know, yes, their fury. Yeah. I don't like, I really don't like that side of things. Um, so I kind of removed myself from that whole, uh, online world of veganism. It's still something I really love and enjoy, but I yeah. now attribute what it did for my mindset as being the reason why it really worked for me personally. And, and so that's so personal based on, you know, the food other people or other cultures think is yes. healthy for them. If they are feeding that energy into it, then it's going to be healthy for them. That is what I believe personally. Um, totally yeah. agree with you. And I've seen it for myself as well, whether it's with veganism, which I, I'm like, I'm still like, I have nothing against vegans and I, I still think it's great to eat as many plant-based food as you can. But I've realized that it's really how you approach food that has an impact on yeah. your whole body and your health more than what you actually eat. That's why there's some people who you see, they eat a lot of meat. Like my husband, for example, he's Mexican and his whole family, they are very heavy meat eaters and mm -hmm. they're fine. They're completely fine. You know, like some of them have health issues, but I'm pretty sure now that it's not necessarily attached to diets as I used to think. Well, what, yeah, like. I, this whole podcast is about belief, right? The energy of yes. our beliefs uh, and being aligned and all that kind of stuff. Um, and when I went vegan, it was for health reasons. I had a lot of joint pain issues I was trying to resolve. Mm -hmm. And it did completely resolve it for me. However, I, by the time I went vegan, was so convinced that it was going to work because of the research yes. that I had done that now looking back, I'm like, was it the change in food or was it that yes. I that change in food was going to, uh, or change in diet was going to resolve those issues for me. And now there's documentaries like Heal, yeah. uh, where they're talking about the mind-body connection. And I'm like, I don't know, like if I had gone, you know, keto and eaten a whole bunch, yes. um, would it have would it have had the same effect so long as I had believed it was going to help my health, right? I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and there's this fascinating book about that. It's called The Biology of Belief by Bruce yes, Lipton. Yeah. And you really see as a biologist, he really studies how your thoughts create not only emotions, but also biochemical changes yeah. within your body that then influence your whole biochemistry and your health. So I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. Like, I'm all about 
really with the work that I do with my clients, you know, it, it takes a lot of time for them to really realize that it doesn't have to be that hard and they don't have to adhere to those beliefs that they hold on to for dear life. You know, it's really hard for them when I tell them, sure, like, you know, don't eat the bag of chips, but you know what, even if you were to eat it, depending on how you feel about it, when you eat it, it's not going to have such a bad effect right. on your health. Right. And they have such a hard time. They're like, no, but what about the fat level? And mm. what about the grease? And what about this? And what about that? And it can become very obsessional. And then that creates right. even more health problems. Yes, within your body. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's such an interesting topic and we could probably do a whole. I know I could. <laughs> oh, <we> could. Um, <laughs> but the reason that I wanted to have you on the podcast specifically was that about a week or so ago, uh, we were both talking on, on Instagram or we were talking together on yes. Instagram, which is how we connected. Um, we were talking yes, together. Yes, I slid into your DMs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, we were talking on Instagram about this piece of the alignment puzzle for entrepreneurs uh, mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people are missing and that I have certainly gone long periods of time missing, which is like complete surrender to yes. the universe and living in a place of trust rather than a place of like hustle and making it happen. And, you know, Time wanting to control, something. control. Oh my God. Control. So for me, um, I actually want to shift this, the sort of underlying message of my podcast. It's obviously still about alignment, but Honestly, a lot of the strategies I've given people up until this point have still been about control, like control your alignment, Mm. control the outcomes that you're creating. Um, And, you know, I've been really open about my, I'm still only two years into all the law of attraction and universal kind of stuff. But um, what I'm realizing is that I have not, I've been very attached to outcomes um, and I haven't really had a place like a energy of trust and I'm just now discovering it. And it is so freeing for so many reasons. I realized like it's really something that has been missing for me. Like, and it's robbed me of a lot of enjoyment of like, because I'm, I'm not always trusting or I'm trying to control outcomes or I'm wanting it so badly that I'm not present. Absolutely. So much. of the time. So this is something that you were talking about and that you're maybe a little bit further into with your business. And that's why I wanted to have you on to talk about, you know, how long have you been sort of practicing this more surrendered energy around like, I'm just going to chill. I'm just going to, yes. <laughs> I trust that everything I want is coming to me. Um, and I'm going to let the universe decide how to make it happen. What has sort of yeah. been your, like, because yeah. you told me that you went from being in that place of control to oh yeah surrendering it. And I'd love to hear, you know, kind of your story into that journey. Sure. I'm like so grateful that I get to geek out about this with you on your <laughs> podcast. It's such an honor because I haven't had a lot of people with whom I can actually speak about this that, that really right. get it. So yeah. I'm going to say about five months ago. So it's, it's not okay. that, well, it's still fairly recent, but about five months ago, I had like this major aha epiphany moment and it's changed everything in how I approach not only my business, but life in general. And it's made me in general, a lot more calm, a lot more peaceful and a lot more trusting. So okay. what happened is that the whole of 2018, cause I discovered and really dove deep into the law of attraction, Abraham Hicks. Yes. I'm going to say in 2000, end of 2017. So really 2018, I was all about that. And I was done with the whole like 
efforting my way around life via my actions. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be all in my head and I'm really going to manifest things. I know I can create the life that I want. And so I had like these big goals in terms of like money, especially money, which was a big trigger of mine. I was like, okay, I'm going to make those 5k months and this is how it's going to go. And everything's going to be all right. So I started doing, you know, journaling, scripting, visualization, following so many girls that were telling me, yeah, you can, you can have it all. Yeah. Look, I have like, I've made it. I'm now a millionaire. And all yeah. I did was just <laughs> using my mind. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God, like, tell me more. Like, I want this kind of life. And then I kind of hit a plateau and uh, I became very uh, angry at myself because I was doing all of the things that they were telling me, not efforting physically, but with my mind I was yes. efforting. So <laughs> I was doing all of these things and I wasn't really getting the results. Like, honestly, I really wasn't getting the results. And I was like, really mad. I'm like, what am I doing? I can't even manifest. Like, what is this? Like, I was so upset because I was so convinced this was the way. And so I hit a plateau. And because I was so fed up and frustrated, I have this tendency in life, which I guess is a blessing. When something doesn't go my way and I get really frustrated, I simply surrender. But it only happens when when yes. I get a lot of pain inside. So that's yeah. what happened. Like I think in um, the end of uh, September, October, I hit a plateau and I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm just done. Like I was so tired of feeling miserable by myself yes. and just not getting where I wanted to go. And when I finally let go, like completely, like I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't care if my business is going to make it or not. I'll find a way. Like right now I need to just chill because I can't take I'm it anymore. Happy. Yeah, exactly. I'm not happy. I just feel like I'm like useless and I'm not good enough. And all of these things that you're not supposed to, to feel when you do this whole like law of attraction, because then when you follow the law of attraction, they tell you that your emotions influence what you're going to create. Yes. So then I was freaking out because I'm like, oh my God, now I'm going to be negative. Yeah. Exactly. So it was just a vicious cycle. But as soon as I let go and I surrendered of how things were going to happen, what was going to happen, that's when life started supporting me. And I was yeah. like, wait, hold on a second. It, oh, I think I finally get it. So you really have to completely surrender. And before, in theory, I used to get it, but I didn't know how to do it. Yes. And I think out of frustration, when I finally let go, that's when I got it. And that's when all of these synchronicities started to happen. And at the time I was like, hmm, this is interesting because a lot of the things that I had efforts my way through via either sending emails or like visualizing, they didn't come through. And as soon as I let go, those same opportunities yeah. or something similar started presenting itself to me when I hadn't even contacted the person. So I was like, hmm, there's something to it here. Yeah. Well, it's, it's about getting out of your own way and trusting. And I think that's the key part. Like, I think that for a lot of us, we have to do quite a lot of learning about how this process works, about the fact that we can yeah. trust the universe in yeah. order to surrender because it's so opposite of what we've been taught all of our life, right? Which is like control your outcomes and yeah. work, 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 and don't like, it's fear-based thinking. And so um, I think for a lot of us, so like much. haven't been able to surrender yet. Maybe you just don't know enough yet about um, how, yeah, how the universe does support us uh, because mm -hmm. it is, it's something that you have to learn and then believe for yourself. Um, but what's interesting about what you say about, you know, following these girls on Instagram who have these million dollar yeah. businesses, <laughs> which I 100% did the exact same thing. And I think that, you know, there's a place for their teachings, but it's almost like, it just gives people 
a desire to control more. Like, okay, I'm yes. going to think my way to a million dollars in the next two years. And then yeah. what that does is because we get so fixated on this outcome that we want and that we yes. see being possible for other people, we're not happy. And so going back to like manifestation one-on-one, which is to attract things that are going to make you happy, get happy. It's actually doing the opposite, right? Like exactly. We start it's creating more resistance. It's creating than anything more else. resistance. Like sometimes I'm like, was I a better manifester before I knew about any of this? <laughs> yeah, in a way, I totally agree with that. Because I wasn't looking at, you know, where I'm not yet, or I wasn't looking at like, oh, I'm gonna have a million dollar home and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna travel all over the world, and then comparing myself to where I'm not and then being unhappy about it. <laughs> and you know what I've also realized is that all of these things, because now like I, I really dove deep into this whole like surrender world and one of uh, the teachers that I really admire with this in this field is obviously Eckhart Tolle or Tolle. Yeah. And a thing that it he always says that I used to not really get, but now I really get it, is as soon as you assign and you identify yourself with whatever your head and your mind or the ego is feeding you, you're always going to have some sort of resistance. And so you're always going to feel miserable. So whether it's, you know what, I'm a stay-at-home mom and I need to be the the best stay-at-home mom, there's going to be resistance there as soon as you don't do the things that you think the best stay-at-home mom should be. And I think that for me, I identified myself so much with this um, persona of I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a holistic nutritionist. And as such, because I had decided that I was going to make it online and it didn't happen in the way that I wanted or happened at all, I was like completely miserable. But that was because I had put my whole identity into that. And now I realized that I'm much more than that. And that at yes. the back of like this forward persona that I put out, out onto the world, whether it's like being a wife, being a sister, being an entrepreneur, being a friend, there's this like calm, peaceful awareness that I can always come back to. And when I come back to that, I'm like so peaceful and so happy that it allows me to live my life more peacefully, more happily. And then creativity comes in and then life starts supporting me. Yes. And now I really get that. So going back to Abraham Hicks for a second, she mm-hmm. or they talk all the time about um, how with our, our resistance, we hold the cork under the water. Like naturally, the cork yes. wants to float. Naturally, we want to be happy. We want to, or we are happy. We are joyful. Yes. But for as long as we're holding that cork under the water and telling ourselves what we're not or what we don't have, we're, you know, we're depriving ourselves from that uh, natural way of being that we are supposed to experience. And so through this surrender that honestly, I've just started implementing over the last few weeks. um, (laughs) I've, I've understood what that means for the first time because I let it all go. And then I'm like, wow, I'm like walking around Italy and this is amazing. And delicious. And I, you know, I'm just so excited to like try this wine or go get this pizza. And it's like, when I'm not so focused on all the things in my life that aren't as I, you know, my ego wants them to be because that's really what it is. I naturally just float to the surface and then I'm like happy and I'm grateful and I'm like, the universe is just going to take care of it all for me. And I'm like, naturally, it's like, as soon as you let go of this need to manifest, things will start manifesting for you. (laughs) Yes. Which is so ironic. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still grateful for that year that 2018 was because that's what led me to this big aha moment, which now 2019 is truly my year of surrender and my year of like trusting and the weirdest thing have been happening like positively in my life. And I'm like, wow, like when you live life this way, it can be a bit 
it can be a bit scary because there's a lot of uncertainty and you have to be comfortable with the uncertainty and really trust that even within this certainty, life is going to support you and present to you the, the exact opportunities that you make you happy, but even yeah. some that you didn't think would right. make you happy, yeah. but actually do. So it's actually better. It's better. I, I just love it. <laughs> now the universe knows uh, more, like knows better what you need than you do. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because if you think about it, we are the universe. So yes. when you surrender and you come back to this awareness and knowing that you are the universe, then of course it's going to give you exactly what you need. Yes. I don't know. It's just fascinating. Yes. No, that was my first experience when I, 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 a friend recommended this book um, that I haven't talked about on here yet, but it's called, it's a new book. It's called, It's Not Your Money, uh, Living. Oh, I have to read it. Something, yeah. Living about, living from divine abundance. And it's this, yes. exactly all of this, like hand all of it over to the universe. Trust that, you know, you are connected, that you, you're not alone in this. And it was like, it was about just completely surrendering and then feeling that like presence of I am taken care of. I am the yeah. universe. Like I am at one, I am one with the universe. And it was like in that mindset, everything is just richer. Like the sun feels good. The, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the food tastes better. Like, and so it kind and of, everything becomes magical too. Yes. Everything, be, everything becomes magical. Um, and like, that's really as simple as manifesting needs to be. And I think we just so overcomplicated and there's so many people talking about different strategies, which isn't bad. Um, but it can be as simple as just saying, I just trust that you're going to bring me everything that I need in the exact time that I need it. And in the meantime, I'm going to go have fun and enjoy my life. Exactly. Right. And that's not to say that, you know, uh, some of those techniques within the manifestation world are bad. It's no, just not do at all. It yeah, do it for fun. But like I've realized, for example, when I feel like journaling, I'm going to journal. I'm not, I'm, I'm not now like putting this like yeah. pressure on myself. Oh, you didn't journal today. So something bad's going to happen. Yeah. It's You're like, no, your success. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And I've completely let go of like having a set amount of money in my bank account to feel good. And ever since I've done that, not only like the stress has been majorly reduced, but actually financial opportunities have presented themselves to me. Right. So it's so ironic. It's yes. so ironic. <laughs> yes, I know. And the other thing that this leads into is that um, one of the things that like keeps, I keep getting like seeing more lives or more podcast stuff. Isn't it funny how like you have this one idea about a topic right. you want to start learning about and then you just get presented with all these yes. other people talking about it. So for me lately, that's been about how, there's no goal that you can hit that's going to magically make you feel happy all of a sudden or mm -hmm. make you feel successful. And we're always chasing after the carrot of happiness when all of yes. us should know by now that it has nothing to do with your outside circumstances. Um, and it, right. it is, and yes, there are, you know, if you have a job that you hate, like you should work to get out of it. <laughs> if you are tired yeah, of, of course, broke, you should work to, um, or, or endeavor to make more money. Absolutely. But we're always chasing these, uh, ideals of happiness when it's not there, like there's never going to be a point at which you say, now I got everything that I wanted and now I get to be happy. It's truly about, you know, the power of now, like Eckhart Tolle talks about, right? And yes. so when you surrender this need to be somewhere other than you are, you actually get to be happy now, which is what it's all about anyways. Um, because I know right. like 
six months ago, if someone had said like, just surrender, I'd be like, but I want these things so badly. Like I was so attached to like, even someone saying like, well, just stop wanting them so badly or just surrender it. Or it's going to take as long as it's going to take. I would just immediately feel resistance around that because I was so attached to what I wanted and what I was telling myself I needed in order to be happy. Right. And it's true. Yeah. 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 Um, it's absolutely true. And what you're saying, sorry for interrupting. No, no. What you're saying is making me realize that the reason, as you said, why I wanted like those big, like five K months was because I thought it was ultimately going to give me that sustained happiness feeling, Stability. but it's just exactly, but it's only going to create more resistance. And maybe when I get there, it's going to be other issues. And then I'll want to have like a 10 K and then a 20 K and then hundred K, yes. like whatever, like it's just never ending. And I think because all of these girls that I used to follow, you know, they'll be on these yachts taking these massive like vacations. And I'm like, well, this is the life that I want because I think that when I'm there, life is going to be like no problems. Like I'm not going to have any issues. Like I think <laughs> so many people like, of course, like once your basic needs are met, um, you know, they think that, the more money you have, the less problem you have. But now I'm realizing that it's not so. Like if you're not able to be okay with your present right now, what makes you think that when you have 5K, you're going to be okay? Yeah, so, and this is the main thing. I might do a separate episode on this, but this is the main thing I've learned so far being in Italy is like, it's incredible. And I'm so grateful for this experience. And, you know, I had this vision for a long time and it has manifested. But what I keep thinking back to is a time like two years ago, I was about to leave um, my job teaching. Uh, I was working my other business. I was, I, I was making, I think like on average $5,000 a month in my first business. And I remember having like a couple of weeks where I just felt so good about everything. And I was like, I feel successful because I'm sustaining myself working from home. And, you know, I have these students that I love and uh, I love my apartment. Like, and I remember at that time not needing anything to be other than what it was. And I remember really feeling very happy for that period of time. And it was as soon as I started, started being unsatisfied with the way things were that Mm -hmm. I started feeling less happy. And so now I'm here and I'm in Italy and it it is amazing. And I'm not saying like, don't go after whatever your vision is, but do I feel being here? Do I feel any happier than I was two years ago? I don't know that I like, not at that time anyways, because I felt really satisfied with where I was at. I found reasons to be satisfied. Um, And so what I'm really realizing is like, happiness is simply a choice to be happy (coughs) with where you are. And then from that place say, and I would like to make more money and I would like to experience being able to travel. There's nothing wrong with any of those things, but this is why, you know, we see celebrities and uh, people who achieve more and more and more. And there isn't actually still dissatisfied. They're still unsatisfied. And there isn't a correlation between more money and more happiness. There's it's been proven. There is no correlation. Um, There is a correlation between being able to provide for yourself and not worrying about basic needs. Yeah. Basic. Exactly. Like what you said, basic needs. But, um, and honestly, I'm really grateful for this uh, lesson of like, I know that after this, I can go back to Toronto and my life is going to look however it's going to look. And I'm going to continue working for myself and, and, you know, reaching for more. Um, and I think that in the absence of this resistance of needing it to be anything other than what it is, uh, it will actually come a lot easier to me. But the thing that I'm most happy about is that I just get to be happy in that experience of like, whatever, you know, like, I don't, I don't know the last year of needing 
to be somewhere or needing to make more money than I was making, I wasn't, I didn't enjoy day to day half as much as two years ago when I wasn't reaching for something I was telling myself that I couldn't have. Right. No, I completely agree. And, and how I approach my life now, you know, other than like being happy with the present moment, it's not to say that you don't have like dreams or aspiration or visions, but now I really, yeah, I really look at them as, you know what, it would be so cool if I get to, you know, I don't know, travel with all of my favorite girlfriends somewhere, but if it doesn't happen, then I'm still going to be okay. And because I trust that no matter what, the universe is going to present opportunities and experiences that I'm going to be happy because if you're happy now, then you're always going to be happy. Yes. So that's yeah. really like how I see like now if I have like, because the mind in me, the ego always has like these like massive plans like, oh yeah, and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And I'm like, yeah, I hear you. Like, let's see how it turns out. Like this, this could be cool, but if it doesn't remember, we're still okay. And that really helps me to relax into life and to really appreciate what it is that I do have. And it forces you to really uh, hone in and like zoom in on everything that you have. And once you do that, you realize, oh, my God, my life is actually great. Well, and when you start, like, this is the thing is we're not saying like, you know, give up on wanting the things that you want or accept things as they are and be happy with that. We're, we're actually saying this is the missing piece for manifesting mm-hmm. anything that you want, which is like Abraham always says, be satisfied with where you are and, and be reaching for more. Like that's the perfect yeah. place to start creating more and more abundance in your life. And this is why, you know, 95% of people who try to manifest a more abundant life are not successful because they're not happy with where they are. They're comparing it to where they want to be and it's robbing them of their joy. And you can't get to an abundant place when you're focused on lack, period, right? Exactly. And when you become happy from where you are, then whatever it is that uh, you envision, it doesn't have as much resistance and as much pressure because you're already happy where you are anyway. So it's like, oh, this would be a fun experience, but you know what? I'm already cool right now. So it just changes everything. Exactly. And so this is actually like a huge tool for manifesting whatever it is that you want and also getting to be happy right now. And uh, exactly, I feel like, you know, all the manifestation stuff is really going mainstream now. And so as a planet, we are working through what it really means and what it requires of us. And so I think we're still getting caught between the two worlds of like hustle and fear and um, not enough and lack. And then being like, oh, but I can use, you know, infinite intelligence to bring me all the things yes. that I want. <laughs> and so yes. we're, we're like trying to reach for the new world while having, you know, half of our body stuck in the old one and, and trying to use this uh, new paradigm worth of knowledge while still, uh, yeah, still Im- being the same person that we were in that old way of thinking of, I need to hustle. I need to make it happen. I need to go out there. And like, every time I see something on Instagram that literally says, make it happen. I'm like, but that's what I was trying to do for so long. Make it happen. And even now, if I'm not like coming from that place of like working, 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 I almost have guilt around it. Like, Oh, what I want isn't going to come working hard enough for it. (laughs) And that's like still a belief. And it's so funny that you're saying this because I'm realizing now that there's been a lot of people that I'm unfollowing because I realized that they feed into those fears and those beliefs that you have. So anytime I see like, oh, here's how you can create a successful business or here's what the tool you definitely need or and I'm like, 
you know what? I don't need any of this because the universe has my back no matter what. So I trust that if there's a certain strategy that I'm supposed to implement with my business, I trust that I'm going to come to it from a place of fun and ease and flow. If it doesn't feel like that, I'm not going there. And I really trust that I don't need to go there because for the longest time I was so obsessed and I'm still working on that definitely still a trigger for me but I was so obsessed with growing my Instagram because I was like this is the only way that I can be successful and that I can reach people and that I can make money so then I can be happy and it just I've been stalling at the same number to be honest for months now but I've completely let go because I'm like you know what whoever needs to find me will find me whether it's online or in real life stop stressing about it and as soon as I do that because some days I'm still like obsessed and I'm still like oh I need to follow people I need to like engage with people if I don't engage I'm just gonna go down like remember Sarah like when I hear all this mind chatter I'm like hey 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 calm down remember this is all a game this is all like the ego that's identifying with like you being a famous Instagrammer if you (laughs) retract yourself from that and you just step back a minute you realize Hey, I'm okay. I'm breathing. Oh my God. My heart is actually beating super fast right now because I've been so obsessed. (laughs) Yes. Sorry. Yes. I was saying it's sunny out today. Like, look at all these. Exactly. Exactly. And you get so obsessed because people like you haven't gained new followers. And I'm like, I'm so done with this. Like even like having like a newsletter. Now I see it as, okay, this is a way for me to talk about things that I'm interested in and that other people are interested in, but I'm not going to like try so hard to grow it either. Like all of these, you have to, you have to, like anytime I hear you have to, I'm like, I don't got to do nothing. Okay. You guys, I'm perfectly cool and I'm chill. Exactly what you're saying is the shift I'm talking about when it comes to like my message in this podcast, because I've been coming from that place of like, you need to visualize and you need to do this and you need to do that. And just (laughs) realizing now that first of all, that came from my own just misunderstanding. um, But Mm -hmm. also this like need to almost prove myself of like, okay, here's the marketing strategy that you need to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying there isn't any merit in knowing how to market yourself. I'm saying Mm -hmm. that first come from a place of trust and um, abundance. Like I, when I launch a program, I, you know, have an email list that I build and I've been fixated on the past and how many people sign up for the launch. Right. So like when I did it back in January, I had this goal of 5,000 people signing up for a launch and I ended up with 1500 and that in my mind, that's amazing. I know (laughs) at the time in my mind, it was like not enough. Right. Um, and then I was like, but six months ago, you'd have 80 people sign up and you were happy with that. So how come 1500 is not enough? And those 1500 didn't equate to more registrations than the previous time when I only had 700 because of that lack mentality, right? Like there was no Mm -hmm. correlation between having more people on signed up for my launch and having a lot more people sign up for the program. Like I had a few more sign up than the first time. So there wasn't a correlation anyways. Um, and now like, I'm just, I'm launching again next week and I'm like, I'm just not even, I don't know how many people are signed up for this launch. I know that I have emails coming through and people are responding to it, but like whoever needs this training and then whoever this program is meant for like universe, bring them to me. And I'm connected to my bigger vision, which is sharing this message and, you know, like building, I I still have big goals for income and things like that. I'm just not going to be attached to them. Right. Yeah. And I'm even challenging that even more. What if like your big goal was actually to just show others that yes. by being happy every day, this is what you get to experience. Cause when yes. I look at your stories, I'm just like so uplifted because there's just so much beauty to experience in the world. Yeah. And 
you make me realize that not only there is, but there's another way of doing life. And yeah, maybe that's your big, your big yeah, mission. Who oh, knows? I love that. I love that of like, uh, like, because you made it about me. I really appreciate that <laughs> because that is <laughs> that really speaks to me is like, what if I'm just here? It, like, cause for so long it was about money, like proving, yeah. you know, I'm with and manifest money. And like that, I was like, I'm not going to get people's attention until I can prove that this is working. And it's like, but that was so much ego instead just being like, how about you can be 30 and move to Italy for yeah. the winter if you want. Like, and, and to be honest with you, the reason why I connected with you, cause I found you from uh, Zoe Ariel. Yeah. And the reason why I connected with you is because there was a light about you and that's what Thank people you. get attracted to. Yes. You know, it's not yeah. that you have like the big numbers, like this is all well and good, but it's really like, look, this girl looks so happy and I want to be around people who are happy. And yeah. So that's really all you got to do. And when I ask sometimes some of my followers where they follow me, it's not necessarily about like the health tips and this, like a lot of people because you're, you're you make me smile. Yeah. yeah. And you're yes. so happy and I've, and keep like shining basically. And so for to be able to shine, you don't have to be like having thousands of dollars or even millions or whatever, hundreds of thousands into your bank account. You just have to like connect to the light and what makes you happy on a daily basis and just share that. And who cares if it's like five people who see it versus like 5,000? I don't know. Well, the thing is, is that when you show up in that energy, those five people are going to be the right five people. Like, like I I have seen people that have small uh, Instagram followings, but are making multiple six figures a year because they're not like, it's just a completely different way of them thinking about their business. Right. Like, so yeah. And I think, um, as long as you're coming from an ego place, like I need to make a certain amount of money to prove myself or whatever, you're going to attract other people that are in that, that same True. Uh, way. Right. Like they're, they're also, they also have egoic desires and there's nothing wrong with that, except that when you finally get that desire, you, there's no guarantee that it's going to make you happy. And what the hell is the point? <laughs> as a matter of fact, I'm saying it's not like, it's going to make you happy for it's a not. little bit. And yes. the, and the thing that's so funny is that we can all like go back in our lives and realize that all of the things that we thought would make us so happy. Like I remember <laughs> when I was in college, I was like, Oh my God, when I finally get that degree, I'm going to be like on top of the yes. world. This is going to be it. Like I couldn't wait for those four years to be done. And guess what? So the graduation happened. I was super happy, but the very next day, my ego and the mind in me was already like, well, what are you going to do now? You better start applying for this and this and that. And how are you going to make money? And blah, 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 blah. So it was really short lived. And that's the case with every single thing that you attach like an outcome to and you like yes. so attached to it. And then you get it. Yeah, it makes you happy. And there's been so many for books like written about that. <laughs> yeah. And there's been already so many books written about that. And yet we keep chasing that carrot. It's just crazy. Yes. I guess, it's, you know, it's just insane and it's absolutely it. normal. As, as, as what Eckhart Tolle says, you know, like we, we are insane and it's normal. So you just have to find a way to really detach from whatever your ego, whatever the mind or the, the mind chatter that you hear in your head. That's like the ego. So whatever you hear in your head, like always question right. like, but is that really so? And when you do that, you realize it's not. And you just have to like reconnect to that deep awareness within you that deep consciousness and I think a lot of people are still very um not uh, knowledgeable about this because we haven't been taught this in school and there's very few parents who are aware of this stuff but there is a rise in consciousness in general on this particular topic and I just trust that the more we have like opportunities to have these discussions like podcasts like yourself uh and people like yourself I think that 
it's just going to keep on spreading. And that's when the world is going to be a much better place. Yes. Well, and for me, even in just the last month, I've said, okay, for a long time, this, in my mind, this podcast was going to be about helping people to, you know, manifest success and hit their goals and blah, blah, blah. And it, mm-hmm. and it still is, but not now from a place of like, set your number and then envision it and blah, blah, blah. No, now I want it to be about like living an aligned life and growing an aligned business that is fun and is aligned with you and what you're about and who you're here to serve and like just everything from a place of abundance. And as soon as I think about that, I'm like, I just want to share this with as many people. I don't care how many people are listening. Like, how can I get it out to more people who need it? Um, you know, and, and just trusting that they're going to find me. Uh, but not from a place of like, because I would like to make more money just from a place yeah. of like, I love when people rejudge me and they're like, this episode really, really spoke to me. And I'm like, Oh, right. more of that please. Yeah. Yeah. It's just about connection and like having fun with life basically, because it's, it's all a big game. You know, like, I don't think people game. realize people, people take no it so it seriously. Yeah. And <laughs> I realized like how seriously I used to take it. And I'm like, wow, like, this is crazy because like I see so many people, you know, when I'm riding the Metro and, uh, and a lot of time people look so miserable and I'm like, guys, it's all a game. Like do what you love and really trust that by doing what you love. It's, it's just so many people out there stuck in jobs that they hate because they yes. think that if they don't, then they're not going to be able to provide for themselves or their family. And not knowing that actually, maybe if you had been a painter, you would have not only had fun with your life, but you would have been super successful and you would have been able to provide for yourself and your family. And it's just about trusting that you don't have to do stuff that you really feel miserable about. You really don't. Life doesn't have to be hard. Life can be fun and easy. And when I say this to some of my friends, they always like roll their eyes like, yeah, right. Like money doesn't grow on trees. Like all of these things (laughs) that were ingrained in us from a very young age by both our parents and society, I'm busting all of these myths. And the more I bust them, the more I realize that, yes, indeed, life is there to support me and it doesn't have to be hard and I can be, do, have anything I want. Kind of like what Abraham Hicks says, but now I get it from a different perspective. Yes. And um, I mean, I, if, if, people listening to this have a desire to go make a billion dollars. Fantastic. Go do it. Like it is absolutely (laughs) worthy of it. Um, and I certainly still have big money goals for myself, but you cannot get there. Like it's, it's, you know, if you're thinking that you're going to get, get to this place and be happy, you're striving to be happier. You can't get there by being miserable. (laughs) Like a miserable journey does not equal a happy ending ever. (laughs) Um, and, and so instead make goals around what would make me happy now? What's fun? Like that's what, um, my coach said to me about my launch that is coming up. She's like, what are the things about a launch that make you happy that are fun to you? Like, let's do a lot more of those things because if you want to create a result that you are fulfilled with and feel abundant by, well, let's make sure that the process is that as well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, and it's, it's really about also, if you think about children, like now I feel like children like teach me so much. I don't have kids yet, but when I do look at them, they really just follow their joy yes, yes. and then they just go like step by step. And when I listen to interviews of like big successful people, like Louis Hay or Oprah or Eckhart Tolle, like all of these people, when you ask them how they got where they, they, they are now, not only they had a belief in like wanting to do what they love, but also they just followed each step. It was really about like following each step in the present moment and not getting so wrapped up in how I'm going to get there. Like if I 
take the example of Louise Hay. She didn't even know she would end up having a massive publishing company. That was even her goal. She, I think she was part of some uh, church and she just wrote some pamphlet for the church and people were like, wow, this is really good. Can you photocopy more? And then it spread, then she became an author. And then it just, she kept on following each step. Take one step at a time, follow what feels good in the present moment, and then let life kind of like magically surprise you with like this awesome experience and this awesome game. And when you do that, it just becomes so much more peaceful and less stress, which is better for your health, is better for your finance, is better for everyone. Yes. Uh, I love that. Um, so I know for me personally, like the harder I've tried, <laughs> first of all, mm-hmm. the slower things come and the less happy I feel. So the surrendering really just makes you feel so much better. And uh, there's actually a quote by Wayne Dyer, which I love, which is infinite patience produces immediate manifestation. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Like the more patient you are, it means the more trusting you are and the more unattached you are, the faster things actually come to you anyways. Right? Yeah. So um, what has sort of been like your experience? I know you talked about this a little bit, but what has your experience uh, in your business been since deciding to just embrace the journey and appreciate what is right. And knowing like doing that from a place of calm and competent expectation of like, it's yeah. going to grow. I'm going to have the abundance. It's all on its way to me now. So I don't even need to worry about it. Yeah. So at first it was a little bit scary because yeah. I was very attached to, I have to have a to-do list. I have to have a schedule. What am I going to do now? And honestly, I haven't had a to-do list in so many months now. And I I think a part of me is still attached to it and still feels like, well, you can't, you know, you can't work like that. You have to have a (laughs) to-do list. But I still somehow get things done because I'm like, I I, I look at every day as a new opportunity to see what needs to get done or what I feel called to do. So obviously there's like some stuff that are like, you know, timely, like this podcast, you know, I had scheduled it, but I, I look at it as like a fun thing to do. Yes. And I just follow what feels fun on a daily basis. Like I, I used to think, oh, I have to go and post in Facebook groups and I have to do this and I have to do that. And now if I encounter resistance with it, I don't do it. I only do it if it feels like, okay, you know what? I haven't done this in a while and I'm going to check, oh, I need to share this. Oh, I want to share this. And then I do it. And that's been really, really helpful. And then another thing that's happened ever since I've surrendered is I used to really want to grow my coaching uh, business online and also offline. But living in Spain, I was like, well, uh, that's going to be a bit difficult because my Spanish is not that good. And then some girl found me online and messaged me and she was like, hey, it looks like we do the same thing. Would you be open to having a coffee? So we had a coffee and then I found out that she was working in this clinic which I didn't even know existed here in Madrid that caters to people who are bilingual. And so you can work in English there. And I was like, oh, this is so cool, blah, blah, blah. And then she tells me, hey, by the way, I have to move because my husband has been relocated. We're moving back to the States. Would you mind if I put you in touch with the boss, like the, the owner of the clinic? You never know. Maybe I think that you could be a good fit if this is something that you're interested in. And I was like, sure, but not really expecting anything of it. So we had the meeting. It went really well. And they were like, well, if you are down, you can start. And I was super excited. I celebrated. And then I didn't hear anything for weeks. And I was like, "Uh oh, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah. And this was when I was still in my manifestation phase. So from a manifestation point of view, I was like, yeah, I manifested it. This is awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And then nothing happened. And then I kept on like emailing them every couple of months. And they were like, well, we're in the process of moving. And now we don't have space. Sorry, blah, 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 blah. 
And I got tired. I got fed up once again. And I was like, okay, well, I guess it just wasn't meant to be. And as soon as I did that, I kid you not, a week later, that same uh, person contacts me. and She's like, hey, uh, guess what? We have two practitioners that actually decided to leave to start teaching. So now we have an open space. Are you still interested? And I was like, what? Like as soon as I had right. let go of that idea that I would ever work there, they right. reached out to me. So it's been just like opportunities like that where I tried so hard to like be part of like creating a wellness retreat because this is something I really enjoy and, you know, giving talks. And I tried so hard, like making happen with um, a girl that I had met here and it just didn't happen. We couldn't agree on certain things. The whole process didn't feel that good. It just created more stress than anything. So I just simply let go. And as soon as I did that, another girl that I had met introduced me to some other girl who then asked me this year, hey, do you want to co-host a retreat with me? And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's like, it's been all of these things where not only stuff that I effort my way uh, through to get didn't happen, ended up happening when I let go, but also stuff I hadn't even thought about started coming to me and I didn't know it could be fun. So that's what the process has been with my business. And it's been really hard to even define what my business is because now I'm like completely detaching my identity from like my business. So right. I, I just look at it as a platform and I'm not like, I used to think, oh, I, I need to grow this. This is like my baby and it needs to be this, this, this and that. And now I'm like, it just is what it is. For, for all I know, maybe it will be dissolved in a year. And I'm, I'm completely fine with that too now because I realize I am not this business. And this wow. is just one way that I'm experiencing life right now. One way that I'm able to share my life with others, but it's not the only way. For all I know, maybe I'll become a monk and meditate. And I don't know, <laughs> you know, like I'm like, I'm so open now that I just really try my best to not attach to like a specific identity. And it becomes really interesting because then my family members or like friends, they're always like, oh, so how's your business going? And I cringe at that, at that right. um, question now because I'm like, but it's not that important. Can we just not talk about it? Because then they want to know numbers. They want to know like, how did your launch happen? Like, how did it happen? Right. Like, how did it go your last launch? And I'm like, I don't talk about this. It's not that important. So right. it's been an interesting transition. Well, and it's I think really, that there's really two different ways to surrender. You can completely surrender to like, I'm not going to make decisions for myself anymore. I'm just going to trust that I'm always taken care of and the universe knows what's best. And um, I think you and I talked about The Surrender Experiment, which is a book. Yes, um, I love it. The guy just lives completely in surrender and he ends up being like the CEO of like a half no. a dollar company. Like, <laughs> um, over crazy. The life. And he doesn't like, de like actively desire anything. He just like allows everything to come to him. Um, but we all like, there's also, you don't have to be in that state of surrender unless that feels good for you. You can desire what you desire and then surrender to how or when it's going to come to you, right? Or exactly what it's going to look like. So for exactly. me, like, I mean, I, I love what you said about like, maybe the business will dissolve. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like even that brings up resistance in me because I'm still a bit attached to, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I'm like, I know what I, I want and we are creators and we have the divine right to create whatever kind of life we want, but we need to surrender to how the universe is going to bring it to us. Right. Because we're blocking opportunities like the ones that you just mentioned. Um, yeah. And just really focusing on, because as Eckhart Tolle says, you know, life happens in the present moment. So yeah. don't even try to like, when I find myself future tripping, I'm like, whoa, slow it down. Like life is happening now. Like 
what is happening now, like fully immerse yourself in what's happening now. If you are in a situation that doesn't feel so good, do your best to get out of it. If you can't get out of it, change your perspective around it. And then you'll realize that you're able to get out of it. So it's really about just living in the now. Like, sure, you can daydream, you can have like vision, like do it if it feels fun, but always come back to the now because it's only in the now that you can truly experience joy and happiness. And it's in the now that the creativity and all of the inspiration will come for you to eventually get to where you want to go. So it's really all about coming back to the now, 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 now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And and when you're um, absorbed in the present, you're not holding resistance because you're happy. Right? Yes, there's like, no problem in the present. If you think about it, it's always about yes. something you worry about the future or you worry about something you did in the past. But if you think about now, it's really rare unless you're like in a dangerous situation. But even when it happens, it happens and then the next situation, it's already gone. Yes. So you already have to let it go. And yeah. it's been really interesting experiencing life this way because then everything takes a massive turn and shift it's just been really incredible um what do you feel are some of the main sort of pitfalls or myths around manifesting when it comes to information that we see online like some of the girls that we were talking about or some and, and not that they're not doing good work they are um but I think some people come across this whole world of law of attraction and they're like great I'm gonna manifest everything that I want, (laughs) you know, like where do you think some people maybe get misled or it leads to them, uh, just being less happy when they set out to be more happy? Yeah. Well, one of the things that's like one of the major pitfall for me is that by telling people that they can have anything and showing them that you've done it, you actually create this belief that if they have exactly that, they're going to get happy. And so they, you automatically attach it yourself to that goal because you believe, hey, she did it so I can do it. But by attaching yourself to that goal, you create resistance. And that very resistance is actually going to create more unhappiness. So it's really tricky because a lot of them don't really talk like some of them do, but not that much about the the other side of the story. You know, like they don't talk about how many hours they have to spend like efforting their mind into visualizing and doing this. They don't talk about how bad they feel when they don't reach that goal. And so a lot of women, myself included, we get sucked into thinking, oh, well, if I think like that, if I do this, then I'm going to get that and I'm going to be happy. And so it's, it's basically selling your dream and, and making money, selling you that dream. And then you're going to attach to it. And then you have ultimately resistance and then you feel crap about yourself. And you're right. Like, so right. that's one of the main pitfalls I see. Yeah. Sort of like putting this certain lifestyle on a pedestal of like, yes. it and you can do it too. And, and I mean, this is the world of coaching, right? And, and, uh, and I've joined people's courses and gotten so much out of them. Um, but I think it's, it comes back to that thing, like what you're saying about happiness. It's like they're, they, we sell this lifestyle of, you know, I'm traveling and I'm making tons and tons of money and whatever, but there isn't necessarily a correlation between those people and being happy. <laughs> right? Yes. And they don't tell you that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, even for me, I, I, I mean, I'm a generally a very happy person. (laughs) And when I have like an off day, I'm like, Oh, what was that all about? Because I'm so not used to it. I've always been generally a happy, satisfied person, but am I going on Instagram and being like, wow, today I feel like shit because this, no, I'm not. Um, I do talk more about but it. You're quite podcast. honest. Yeah. On the podcast, on that's the podcast, what I like pretty, about you. I'm pretty honest. You're yeah. super honest and it's so refreshing. It's like, ah, oh, finally somebody says the, the real well, truth like, here. So like, 
for example, I right now I'm like sitting in an Airbnb in Cinque Terre. I know a lot of people on my Instagram have watched um, me, like my place where I've been staying and it's stunningly beautiful. Like one of the most beautiful views I've ever had the pleasure of experiencing. And it's been phenomenal. And everyone's like, oh my God, are you just like living the dream? And I'm like, yes, mm -hmm. like I'm really happy to be here, but also I'm alone. <laughs> like there are some oh, days. Yeah. There are some days when I'm here and, and I expected this and it's okay, but there's some days when I'm here where I'm like, I haven't talked to anyone all day today, or I spent four hours nice. on my phone. Yeah. Like, you know, like, so there's always more to the story than just like, wow, she's drinking wine on a balcony with a beautiful view. Like life just must be perfect. Like, no, it's not. That's so true. Um, like grass is always greener on the other side. Right. And so, and where I find the most happiness is just being like, okay, I'm going to go into town and I'm going to get myself a glass of wine. I'm going to listen to a podcast. And I'm going to find enjoyment in this moment right now or yeah. whatever it is, right? Like that's where the true happiness for me has come from is just looking at where I am and finding reasons to be satisfied. Yeah. And so. I think that it's, it's really important, the work that we do. And I'm, I'm trying my best now, you know, with this shift that I had with the diet, but also with everything, I'm trying my best to be careful with everything that I promote to always let people know that they have to find their own joy and their own way to live their best life for themselves and to not idealize anybody else's life because you just never know what goes on really behind like closed door into like somebody's life. But also you don't know that if you get to where whatever person you idealize is, you don't know that that's really going to make you happy. And actually right. I'm here to tell you it probably, probably won't, won't because if you are attached to a specific goal like basically whatever comes outside to bring you happiness inside, you're always going to lose. It's just yes. impossible. So you have to find it within. One thing that Abraham always says, and I quote Abraham all the time <laughs> on this podcast, yeah. but um, they always say that what we're really looking for is our connection with source or our connection with ourself yeah. or whatever, however you decide to, um, you know, describe it. But it's so true when you're just walking around and you're like, in awe of the sunshine or the clouds or the rain or whatever, like that's the happiness that we're seeking. And I think the main pitfall that sort of the manifestation world has um, kind of idealized or, or yeah, the main pitfall is, is that promoted, yeah. promoted that we still need outside things to make yes. us happy. And that's where the yes. happiness is. And it's just, it's not true. And it's not that you shouldn't want those things. Absolutely. We should all have as fulfilled and as abundant a life as possible. And like travel is totally about that, right? You need money to travel. So, uh, but it, if you're looking to those things for your happiness, you're not going to find it. <laughs> so, yeah, what, and also like even the whole traveling thing, like if you're not able to even enjoy your own city and the surrounding in your city, like even when you get to that new place, it might like, you might be in awe, like maybe a little bit. And then the next moment you're going to complain about the fact that there's like dog poo everywhere, <laughs> people are rude, that I don't know, people are super loud. Like if you're not able to change your internal, then when yes. you get to that, that beautiful place, the internal is going to come back and the eternal is basically your ego. It's going to come back and find problems even in paradise. Like, and I realized <laughs> that because I remember like a few years back, I was like, Truly, like in my definition of paradise, I was uh, there with my now husband, but he was my boyfriend at the time. And uh, we were in Cambodia and we were like by the pool having breakfast, like, you know, like beautiful surrounding, everything's going right. And then I received an email that completely ruined me because then I got into my ego. And that day I was like, oh my God, you can't be miserable in paradise. 
You really can. Because if you don't get your ego in check, it's always going to come back to ruin things. So it's really about like finding a way to be happy no matter what. Yes. And then things happen and then you'll continue to be happy no matter what. But if you're not able to be happy where you are, when you get to vacation, it blah, blah, blah. It follows you around. Yeah, it follows yeah. you around. And then when vacation is over and you come back, you're going to be miserable. And so, it's, I, I don't know, it's just no way to live, to always be looking out for the next thing that's going to give you a boost of happiness. It's so just, a, a that perfect, to me is crazy. A perfect example of this is, um, and this is why, you know, like people leave one relationship and then they get into another where they have all the same problems. Because <laughs> like, yes. you're, not, you're trying to change the outside circumstance. But a, a perfect example is um, I left Toronto and moved out of my apartment because a new storefront moved in below me and they were playing music all day and I just was really unhappy. (laughs) Um, But I swear, every Airbnb that I have stayed at in Italy has had some sort of noise problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Construction going on all day. I mean, I think generally in Italy or in Europe, the walls are just thinner because they don't need to, uh, what's the word, insulate as much. Yeah, Um, yeah. But (laughs) there's been Airbnbs where I'm like, like, this is the exact same thing that I was dealing with in Toronto. And like leaving didn't necessarily mean I all of a sudden had peace and quiet everywhere that I went, right? Like I was so fixated on the noise for like six months that I have found that other places too. (laughs) instead. And the beauty of that is that once you realize, oh my God, this is the same situation I'm in again. So life will keep on presenting you opportunities to overcome that internal block or whatever lesson you're supposed to learn, it will keep on presenting you opportunities for you to rise above that. And so until you realize that, it's just going to keep on happening. And then when you finally realize whatever lesson you're supposed to get through from that situation, all of a sudden it disappears. Yes. And it's not to say that you know, you shouldn't be, um, wanting to move on from something that isn't serving you, but Mm -hmm. you shouldn't push against it and make it wrong. You should be, you know, well, this is this, here's what this is teaching me. Or I understand like in my situation, I understand that it was a business and they needed to play music and like not making them the bad guys for (laughs) ruining my living situation. Right. And then moving on from that place rather than moving on from a place of just being angry, (laughs) which had it. It's so true. It's so, so true. And that's exactly what Eckhart says. Like, say if you're stuck in the mud and you get super upset, oh my God, I'm stuck in the mud. You're just going to get deeper into it. Whereas if you're like, okay, I'm stuck in the mud. It's all good. You find a positive, you accept it, you don't resist it. Then you find a way to get out of the mud. So it's exactly that. I love it. Okay. So I've got one more question here for you. So someone who like you're a little bit further into sort of the surrender side of things which you know can be very difficult it's really difficult to realize how many ways in which we hold on to control in our lives yes Um, but for someone who has a hard time letting go of that control do you have any sort of personal tips to make it easier for them yes I think that start with really really small things like I'll give you a perfect example this morning right before this podcast I was like okay I'm gonna prep I'm gonna review my the questions and start thinking about answers. And I was making some, some tea, some uh, latte, like, yeah, with tea. And, and then, so I left it on the stove and then it just overboiled. And then there was milk spilled everywhere. And I got so upset. I was like, Oh my God, I don't have time for this. Now I have to clean. And I was freaking (laughs) out. And I was like, now I don't have time to prep. And then I stopped myself because now I'm, 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 I like, Having done it so many times, like when you stop yourself and you hear the chat, I'm like, 
wait, maybe I'm not supposed to overly prep and yeah, this is okay. Right. And so I let go with that. And as soon as I let go of like what the situation could have been and my attachment to how my morning should have been before this call, I experienced peace. And I think yes. that the more you train yourself with little small things and you realize that when you let go, everything is still okay and it's even better, then yes. you'll start being able to do it with bigger situations. So I understand mm -hmm. that it might be hard to just be like, oh, well, I can just surrender and quit my job right now. Like I understand <laughs> that might be like a big leap. So I'm yeah. not saying to people like go and quit your job and just surrender and you'll be okay. But maybe try with small little things. Like when you experience that something doesn't go your way, say you're stuck in traffic, you spill milk all over and you have like, I've had like so many spillage with like smooth and it just makes a huge mess and then you get so upset because you don't want the situation to be like that and you don't want to clean it but as soon as you let go of that resistance you're like well it just is what it is like I'm not going to crawl versus yeah. milk as they say and then you realize oh actually doing that reduces my stress level makes me feel okay and then I realize I am still okay then I think the more you do that you'll be able to try it with like bigger things that scare you. Yeah. I love what you said about traffic because uh, I hate being stuck in traffic. Um, <laughs> but I've tried in the past and it's really helped me to say, well, maybe this traffic is here because if it wasn't, I was going to end up somewhere that I wasn't meant to be in terms of a, an accident exactly. or something like that, right? Like maybe it's here to serve me, even though I don't know that. Or maybe this program launch didn't go the way that I wanted because I needed yes. to learn something completely invaluable that's going to transform the next one, right? Like just having that. And the more you do surrender, the more those results that you want come to you anyways, <laughs> things line yes. up for you. So, um, I think it's so, so true. another tip, and you sort of mentioned it a little bit, um, in the beginning, but is to look to places in your life where you gave up control and and looking at how that then panned out in your favor, right? Like sometimes it's like when we get yes. so frustrated over something that we're like, oh, screw this. Like, I'm just not going to try anymore. And then like everything lines up for you and it all works out anyway. So looking to areas in your life where you didn't overly try and control something or you surrendered and then how did that work out for you? I'm looking for evidence. That's so true. Yeah. And we've all had those experiences yes. where we're like, suddenly we're like going, we're like, oh, wow. This is how it turned out. This is great. And a lot of people, when they, when, when, they, when they experience that, they're just like, oh, I guess it was just my luck. But like really pay attention and, and try to recreate that. And you're going to see that it's not just luck. That's just really how the universe works. When you let go of your resistance and your attachment to things, you're better able to tune in to yourself yep. and what makes you happy. And by being happy and shining your light, you automatically, by law of attraction, attract more positive in your life. Exactly. So it's really about that. Amazing. So where can people find you online, Sarah? Well, they can find me on uh, Instagram at Deliciously Vibrant or on my website, deliciouslyvibrant.com. Amazing. So obviously I'm going to link all that up in the show notes for people to set up. And I just really like just seeing your photos, like there's just this energy about you. I don't know what Thank it is. Like you. you really are vibrant. <laughs> so I would highly, <laughs> highly recommend Sarah's Instagram um, just for some good vibes because don't we all need more of those? And uh, yeah, sure thank you do. so much for your time. I loved this conversation. Thank you so much for having me. It's yeah. been such a pleasure. Like I'm just feeling super honored. This is my first podcast interview and it oh, couldn't awesome. be more appropriate so i'm super super happy to have been here amazing all right thanks so much girl and thanks guys for listening and i'll Thank talk you. to you next time bye